0: Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast
1: on Podcast One. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it
0: super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options.
1: Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just
2: bought a car. For real? And you just lost my turn.
1: Visit com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000.
0: Well, everyone's heard a lot of anecdotes about CBD. Of course, with benefit in sleep, anxiety, pain. I've had a tremendous result with a woman that had been struggling with an ankle pain for quite some time and CBD helped her out. You know, there are a variety of claims being made. It can be difficult to answer with certainty. The clinical science isn't there yet. The Sort of risk reward ratio. We don't know what that is yet, but I've connected with an Oregon based company that is all about high quality ingredients, manufacturing standards, not hype. They were previously called Select CBD, but they've just relaunched their brand as Social CBD. Social CBD focuses on broad spectrum oil, something you also may have heard about, but it's confusing. Let's start there. Hemp has over 60 non psychoactive cannabinoids, and CBD is one of them, just one. Broad-spectrum oil goes beyond CBD isolate and contains additional active compounds that work together to create what is known as the entourage effect. This then more effectively delivers calming or relaxing effects that some people are looking for. Social CBD's broad-spectrum oils contain zero THC, so there is no high or rewarding effects that you might associate, say, with hamper cannabis particularly. They are available as great-tasting tinctures. Flavors like vanilla mint, pomegranate tea, Meyer lemon, simply drop it under your tongue. Social CBD products are available in a range of formulations, each of which is described so you can make an informed decision without all the promises that are usually too good to be true. To learn more, go to drdrew.com slash CBD. That is my website, com slash s-o-c-i-a-l-c-b-d. And for a limited time, save 20% at checkout with the code
1: Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome to Dr. Drew Podcast. We do appreciate you supporting the people that support the pod and keep the wind in the sails of the Corolla Pirate Ship. Check out drdrew.tv. If you sign up there, I send out a blast when I do a live stream, and I can answer any questions live. Right then, you just call in, and if you get that blast, we'll push you to the head of the pack. You get in, the, you get ahead of the queue. Uh, we're going to take some calls here today, uh, and uh, oh, also at drdrew.com. Don't forget, after dark, check it all out there. And, of course, Adam and Drew is still underway. Nick Hexham, 311. Nick, I don't think I've seen you in, like, three years or something, or maybe more.
2: Well, we crossed paths briefly here when I was doing yes. the Adam show, yes. and, but you were sick, so I don't it, um, that was
0: still. Forget. If I was sick, that was still probably a year or so ago. I've not been sick much lately. Was it within the last year? Um, it yes. Was bef- what was I sick from? I don't know, it, but it was within. I would
2: say the past five months. I'm maybe looking, it just. I'll maybe look it up just the date now. But he may, was on ACS. this Maybe year. it was just sleepiness. I was right before that, the summer tour with Offspring. So yeah. It would how would was that? Like, it was good. It was. I love oh, those no, guys. The Offspring. That was two years ago. This year we were promoting March twentieth.
0: Well, March 19th would have been the day you recorded. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, so nine months there ago. Um, I love those guys. I, I love, uh, you know, Dexter's a great guy and just such a great
2: guy. I hung out with Noodles a lot. Noodles is a great De- guy. Since I Dexter flies, guys. he just comes in, does the show, and leaves. So oh, I didn't hang no. out with him. But Noodles oh, no. it was a great hang. That's so fun. So, how are you? I'm good. How are you? And the band is good? Everyone's, uh, everyone's good. We've been. You've been playing a long time we're approaching our 30 year anniversary. No. That's right. We started on June 10th, 1990, so Oh
0: my god, that seems crazy to me.
2: <laughs> and I did uh, love line with you in in um, the 90s. In the early 90s. So. Yeah, I
0: know. I well, I know it was the early days of your band. I wouldn't have said it was 30 years ago. That's <laughs> unbelievable. That's unbelievable, man.
2: Well, okay, and across an th- original five original band members. So that's a Crazy long time to have the original yeah, lineup and We're, still
0: kind of like each other.
2: We still pretty much like <laughs> each other, especially because we just had a, a you know about six weeks away from each other. So now we got back and had band practice yesterday, and it was nice, it was great. There are live dates coming up in
0: St. Louis at the Pageant Theater December 12th, Minneapolis, the Armory December 15th, Chicago December 15th. Tickets at 311.com. If you've not seen 311 live, seriously, you're one of the greatest bands live. If if you're even a mild fan of 311, you will love them live. Thank you very yeah, much. You really will. We, we work hard at putting on as good of show as we can. I'm looking at something else new, a digital comic book, a CBD line. Tell me about all this stuff. Yeah, a lot we, going on.
2: Yeah, we uh, made, had our own, um, what do they call it, graphic novel where the the band members are- uh, Superheroes? Um, yeah. No! Um, solving oh God, crimes so in space. and
0: Fantastic. Uh,
2: and yeah, we um, sourced some really- Great hemp based C B D and uh I originally got into that because my mom was fighting multiple myeloma and uh it really gave her a lot of relief as she was going through stem cell therapy and everything else. Is she good now? She is um in I guess they'd call it remission. She she's doing better for a while and now her numbers are back up a little bit, but she's coming down for Thanksgiving. She she moved from Texas out to now she's up near Stanford so she's getting really good care up there but uh you know she definitely extended her life with the treatments but you know multiple myeloma is usually a, a terminal
0: it's a it's a tre- it's a treacherous illness. Yeah. It's hard to predict how it's going to go. Yeah. Does she have the kidney problem or no? No. Good. She just
2: has a really weak um thigh bone.
0: Oh, it's got a a tumor. Yeah. It's uh.
2: just it's like a Swiss cheese bone. That's Uh-oh. just and then oh, so they painful. they replaced it. Um, so she's getting mobile again, but uh, it's it's how, scary. How long she had it for? Um, since I moved from, yeah, what it would, it would have been 2012 that we found out about it. So so that's that's a long, that's a good course. That's yeah.
0: good. We're doing good here. Yeah. And usually when it does good, it keeps doing good. You know, it's kind of the way things go. Yeah. Uh, is um. I'm thinking about the course that you've been through since I've known you. Um, you know, we've been through a lot. And uh, your recovery is good?
2: Yeah. I, I feel good. I love I love uh, Al-Anon. I, you were talking in the, the caller earlier. It's just uh... – Let's
0: do this. Let's take a call because I think you might like this call too. And then we'll talk in more detail about Al-Anon because I, I, it, it's a program that doesn't get enough attention. Yeah and it it bothers me because it's a crucial piece of and pretty much everybody could benefit from pretty that. much everybody <laughs> and, and certainly Especially in rock and roll <laughs> yeah and and all addicts eventually when they sober long enough they their codependency stuff starts to i don't want to say emerge but it become relevant yeah uh, and it becomes time to look at that Charles you have a
1: question Yes, I do. Hey, Drew. Um, Also, just want to say I love 311, and it's really amazing to hear that all five members have been together this whole time. It's truly uh, unique. Yeah, well, I hate to bring it down, but I was calling about, uh, you know, here in L.A., we have a massive homeless problem, and a lot of it, a lot of the crime you see is coming from people who are really mentally impaired, and my question is really simple. I guess the city doesn't have a policy or plan to deal with mental health. I know I think the ACLU stepped in. Drew, could you tell us what could be done? Yes. What should be done? Okay. Is there other states that don't have as many rules that are maybe doing something? Cause it's a tragedy to yes. see people out there.
0: Look to San Diego. San Diego is actually having success. They are looking at it as a mental health problem, managing it as a mental health problem. And guess what? Homeless is going down. So, uh, a, I, Charles, read a book called American Psychosis. If you want to know how this happens, that book nails it. It tells you exactly the history that led to the point we're in, and it helps elucidate what we should be doing to solve it. So here you go. You ready? Mm-hmm. We have to revisit the lanterman petris Short Act, which in the early 70s, overnight, we went from need for care as the criteria for treating psychiatric patients. A doctor felt the person needed care. They got care. We went from need to care to harm to self or other. There is a giant distance between uh, that person needs care and I'm going to kill myself or kill somebody else. There's a lot we could fill in there to help people who are struggling. So revisit Landrum Petrus, change the definition of gravely disabled. Two, expand availability of conservatorship. So families, there are thousands of families who want their loved one back and will – have resources and rooms for them and doctors to help take care of them. They have to have conservatorship to get them back and get them stabilized. They can get out of the conservatorship after a while, get vocational rehab, but until they stabilize, expand the conservatorship. Three, modify Prop 47 so addicts have some motivation to get well. Leaving addiction as purely whatever, that's a death sentence for drug addicts. You're killing people at the rate of three a day. You're a murderer if you don't help motivate, wake drug addicts up. If you're not doing something to push them towards recovery, you are leaving them to die, and I would say you're a murderer, period. Nick, any quarrel about that one? No, i am just – but why did it get
2: so much worse so
0: recently? Is it fentanyl or – No, no. It got worse. Well, the opiate addiction, opiate thing and then meth. Those are the two that are out there on the streets. It got worse because we put in Prop 47 and Prop 57 and so it became – you can use drugs and, and traffic drugs. No problem. So where do you think all the drug addicts in the country went? They came to us and they're using and, and it's on. And then they've added meth into the opiates and that's really made it extremely problematic. It's mm. just very difficult to treat people. That happened and um, and then we appropriately moved people out of the prisons. That's the great news here. That We all used to have all the mental health patients in the prisons. They're not in the prisons anymore. Good news. They're on the streets. Oh. So good job, everybody. It, you could have helped these people or stabilized or done something. And then finally, you're going to have to enforce vagrancy laws, and then create enough psychiatric beds and create enough teams, which is something other I worry about. We are have a massive psychiatrist shortage in this country. But if we get start getting some beds together, expand greatly disabled, this whole thing will go away. That's all we have to do, and the whole thing's over. But I, the way they're approaching the, label it, the way they're approaching it is anathema. It's it's absolutely the opposite of what's needed.
2: I was watching this uh, movie update, which is a dystopian future where everybody's homeless because of AI and losing their jobs. (laughs) I was like, "No, that doesn't ring true." I think there's a lot of jobs out there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. So, and and that's you know that's and again we're talking about the chronically homeless, not the people that are transiently homeless. For the transient homeless, someone down on their luck, someone losing a job, somebody's losing their ability to pay their rent. The average duration on the street is three months. People figure it out if they don't have mental illness. They do get through it. There are resources. But when mental illness is in the way or drug addiction is in the way, now you have people dying. Now you have chronic homelessness. Got it?
1: Yeah. Um, who's stopping number two, the conservatorship thing? That sounds It's all the state. Smart.
0: It's all the state. The, they, they did a pilot program in San Francisco where if you've been on a hold something like eight times in the last year, they can put you on a conservatorship. Wow. Great. They've got to expand it. It's all state of California BS. They they have to do a LPS. They have to expand conservatorship. They have to revise 47. It's really the the laws here that have created the mess.
2: Well, I remember once about a decade ago, you told me that the, the laws in California were that even for a doctor, even if you know that this person is just drug seeking – yeah. And they say I have pain. Even it's a total. Oh, that was then. Story. Yes. Has you, that
0: changed? Oh, yes. God, I'm so glad you remember that. You make you're exciting me because I tell that history now. People don't believe me. So back then, if somebody, if I knew somebody was a drug addict and they came to me and said I'm having horrible pain, and I didn't treat them, you would be in trouble. I could go to, I could go to jail. Oh, okay. There were there there was definitely lots of civil suits for abuse of patients for inadequate treatment of pain. Uh, and and you could know clear as day it's a heroin addict looking for drugs. All they have to do is get the right attorney. You're done. You're toast. So what started happening was all the doctors knew that and were scared of that and sent all their patients to pain management. Pain management took the position that pain is whatever the patient says it is. Pain controls whatever the patient says it is. You can imagine what my patients did with that. pill mills and oh, it's on. And then they died. And then they died. Yeah. They killed hundreds of my patients. Mm. Hundreds of them, and it, almost every death I dealt with in the last fifteen years was an opiate death almost everyone where my peers killed the patient
2: hmm.
0: where I begged the patient not to listen not to take the benzo with the opiate, please don't do it dead two weeks later yeah it was it was a horrible horrible time I got to tell you. I'm so glad you remember that. I feel like I feel like somebody's bearing witness to my pain, like you remember it, yeah. It, now it I just talk about like it.
2: That's a real. I, I talk a rock in a hard place. It's not. A, it's. It, it shouldn't be. It should be.
0: I should be able to practice the way I know how to practice, and especially with this population, I I know how to deal with them. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, it was. It's heartbreaking. It was. It's really kind of why I got out of running a program. I got very, very, very tired of taking chronic pain patients off opiates. Their pain would go away. They'd be fine. They'd be in their program. And then some doctor would put them on stuff. Did you ever know DJ AM? Is yeah. Adam Goldstein. Remember what happened to him? He was, in a, he was in a plane accident. He was appropriately put on pain meds and some anxiety meds. And then got strung out. And then he had doctors saying, stop listening to those people who are trying to brainwash you. I'm your doctor. You take these medication.
2: Mm-hmm. Dead. Dead. Dead brutal yeah it's uh, it's turned
0: around it's it, turned around dramatically in fact it's turned around yeah, to, but, too far it's actually got too far now where people that have cancer and need pain meds i can, now it's impossible to get people pain meds that really need it it's going it's gonna find a homeostasis uh, it hopefully it will the the, the right. pain world is very upset and very uh exercised about this, and I can't blame them um but it, it's least saving lives I mean Jesus you know you saw the the rate of of demise, and then fentanyl just accelerated all that mm-hmm. yeah so back – us do a little Alanon.
2: sure. Thanks. Elena, talk about the program, what it is, why you think it's good well, you know um I just think it's a it's an all purpose um life skill i mean most of our problems are with how we react to to people yes, and um you know feeling feeling alone and not underst- uh, not understood i mean people people. Love to relate, and uh, and they don't get enough of that. So in a program like Al-Anon, where you're you're really talking to somebody in a very honest way about what's really bothering you, and learning um, tools and life skills about how to detach with love and um, not take on other people's um, drama, and to work on your own side of the street, Um, and it doesn't, you know. Twelve-step programs in general are are, are wonderful, but uh, it's it's not about the single purpose of think yeah. it's, it's about living in the Th- world, thriving life on life's terms, flourishing. And, yeah, and it just uh, I, I think almost everybody could could use it. There's yeah. so few people I know that are just naturally not codependent or just you know right.
0: So let, let's go deeper. Let's go deep on it because I you're you're onto it, and and I completely agree. I mean. Let's even go and be, start with sort of a first principles, which is, you know, our, our meaning in life is really derived from other people, right? And the very experience of a self and the self itself emerges in an interpersonal context. That's where our self comes from. Our attachments are about other people. Our sense of well being and regulation is about other people. Our sense of meaning is about other people. It really. I humbly believe that consciousness is sort of a co-creative phenomenon. Yeah. I think looking at a single brain is a is a mistake in terms of trying to figure out the nature of consciousness. We're all one big organism. It just doesn't feel like it, right? And, and this this species would not exist were it not for its social uh, skill and and what we've done as a, as a social being. So it's really critically important for the human. I mean, it's we, we don't even like pay enough attention to relationships, given its its absolute priority in the meaning of life, right? Yeah. And things get etched into us early <laughs> that determine our relating patterns with other people. And uh, some of it can never change, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And some of it can change, and for it to change, we need to connect to other people who are just purely there for us. Would mm-hmm. that be a good way to say it? Yeah. What what brings most people into Eleonon?
2: Most people are Go originally because they are trying to get their loved one to, to stop drinking. So that's
0: the most. Most reason is you're going to help me stop my loved one from
2: drinking. Yeah. Which is – or using or whatever. And that was a big motivation for me. Oh, um, no kidding. I lost uh, – I actually lost my uh, younger brother. I have two brothers um, but one that's much younger. Uh, I lost him to uh, probably a deliberate overdose. Mm. Um a few years ago, like three years ago, and um it just was I, I needed support, you know, it was so confusing and it really but trying to fix him before that was um you know a big source of, of pain for well, let's me.
0: Let's talk about that. Here you are a recovering person, you know how to do it, you've done it, you understand what he's dealing with. And yes. He didn't want it. <laughs> he, isn't that isn't that awful?
2: Yeah. And and then also trying to kind of control other people in the family of like, you know, stop enabling or whatever. So there was it was almost like a two degrees of Al Anon where I was trying to So um it was it was really hard. And I it? know that I'm a person that shuts down when bad things happen. So okay. it, when the shit totally hit the fan and I lost my brother I didn't want to talk to anybody and that's when it took real like, you know, that 10,000 pound telephone to make myself relate and talk because I knew that was where the relief would be, but um, I really didn't want to do it because I'm a person that just avoids. Sure.
0: That, that, and especially when there's that kind of pain involved. You just want to like move on. Yeah. W- was, did somebody recommend it to you or did you just know?
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it w- you know, it it had started in a romantic relationship previously where I was trying to fix somebody. So I guess I'm just kind of like this, you know. Perennial <laughs> Al-Anon. <laughs> fixer. And yeah, so. It's, so, you, so you'd gone to Al-Anon for her back he, then? Yeah. Uh, how long ago was that? Oh, 14, 15 years or something. So you'd
0: had some, and I'm imagining that that was sort of like. A little dabbling. Yeah, and, dabbling. Yeah. Chipping. Chipping at L. Right. But but I'm sure you saw what goes on there and how I'm sure you also didn't get a sponsor or anything, right?
2: Not not yeah. at first. Right. You, know, you have to be in a lot of pain to right. to, to do what it takes. Is, is and that, that's that's the sad thing, is that people don't do it until they're desperate, you know what I mean? So I'm I try and keep some Self care going so it it never gets to that point again, you know. No, oh, sure.
0: Do you do therapy also or it's just all Al on? I
2: I have. Um I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um but uh not lately. But yeah, Al Anon to me is just like the best.
0: One of the one of the complaints I get from patients sometimes is they can't find a sponsor in Al Anon. Did you have a struggle with that?
2: Yeah, I mean sometimes it's hard
0: to it's and i and i want to approach that from the standpoint of here's how we you should approach it if you are looking for a sponsor now not so why do people have trouble i don't know why um there's more women I, I think there's that, more women than men right true and so that's so the very complain about that.
2: there's only like a few men's only meetings yeah. in la uh, but they're there and that is my preference because it's just – Is that where you found your sponsor? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's one solution right there. Right. Good.
0: I didn't uh, I didn't know about those meetings. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. How would you find those?
2: Well, La Canyada has got a killer, famous one that has speakers and great, great sharing. At the recovery. YMCA or something? Or? Um, <coughs> it's at a church. I can't okay. remember which one. But right. I live out in the West Valley now as well, in Topanga. But, um. And then I you, I think that you have to look for the similarities rather than the differences because it's easy to find, well, that person's different because of this or that. And, you know, you, your your ego wants to hold on to I'm different from that person All right, well, Because so. I really want to break this down
0: because people have resistances built on all this stuff. Uh, and indeed, it's not as uniform a population as the usual 12-step meetings. Yeah. I mean and, and by the way, you know, the even 12-step parses itself out into different cultures and different sort of syndromes and stuff. You know, CA is different than AA, different NA. It's all Al-Anon. And so everybody with all their different stories and all their different kinds of codependencies are coming in. Yeah. So it is a lot of different kinds of things going on. Yeah. But the core phenomenon are always the same. Well, how would you characterize the core phenomenon?
2: Well, I've heard it described as a spiritual malady, which I mean there's a a little a little vague, but um it's definitely, you know, best treated through spirituality and 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 human connection of feeling understood. I'm not alone. Feeling okay. felt. Yeah, feeling felt.
0: Wouldn't it be would it be accurate just to say it it's cuz Alanine is a little weirdly deeper than Addiction recovery, weirdly. Oh, yeah. It's the finishing yeah. school. Yeah, it's, it's the- weirdly – Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm glad you feel that way. And and at the core is deep pain. Yeah. That's the shared experience. And, and that deep pain can come from lots of things, but, but fundamentally it's
2: our own early injuries. Absolutely. And r- we naturally find ourselves drawn to the original sin of whatever was that most – painful thing of our childhood to find someone unconscious to recreate it to recreate it it's and, so and weird. fix it make it this time it's I'm going to so get it right
0: it's crazy how humans do that it's
2: crazy i'm <laughs>
0: not even sure we want to make do it again we just go for it we just yeah.
2: attracted to it it's uncanny how we do that it's an irresistible pull to it Ugh. so i i started through that process of recognizing my own patterns of um being a being a fixer and uh, starting to learn, you know, healthy boundaries. Here is where my existence you know, changes to being their existence, and like right, knowing,
0: and that's hard. That's it. Sounds easy, but that's hard. And so, so first of all, you need another person there in your corner. For yeah. that's first, you need that that person there, just for no other reason than being there for you, which already for people's heart, yeah. accepting that right, but. This phenomenon that through hopefully attaching to that person and talking deeply about shame and guilt and all those good things and your history, do you do a timeline with that person? You just do like a fourth and fifth step.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, it's a step working process. Yeah. Nothing special. Just
0: usual step work stuff. Yeah. Uh, Because sometimes people do these sort of timeline things where they just go through every moment. It's not. Then they'll never get through it. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You know. Uh, but here's, here's how I experience my codependency and you, you tell me if it if it's, um, fits with yours too and it's ex- exactly what you're talking about in terms of these boundary issues is that you see somebody experiencing something and you feel like you feel and understand their pain. Mm -hmm. And what sort of the clue that it's codependency is sometimes it feels like a special understanding, (laughs) you have a special understanding of how that poor person is suffering. When in reality, that person is mobilized, the pain you're feeling is not that person's, it's yours. Mm -hmm. Yours is what's mobilized. And you're mistaking, you're, you're, you're blending your own whatever with whatever that person is triggering in you, perceiving it as something that's in that person. May or may not be in that person, but what's mobilized really is you. Yeah, And and if you're that kind of codependent, I am, really hard to tell
2: the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I have this sort of innate um, desire to fix something and so I realize I have to keep my own goals going because if I don't have my own – whether I'm working to improve my – Physical or my guitar playing or, or whatever. If I don't have something, then then I will drift towards picking on somebody near me. of you're wow. you're not doing it right, yeah, yeah. So I have to keep my own stay in your the, lane, stay, stay in your own. lane. Yeah.
0: Uh, the the um, I I know the the fixing thing for me is to stop the pain allegedly in the other person. Right.
2: But it's really stopping my own pain. Yeah, it keeps me from looking in the mirror because I'm focused on them how long did it take to tease that all out for you um a couple of years luckily i it had takes a, while. a guy i was working with that um who favored more of a let's just get through this cuz the the real you know the the real benefits are in the ninth step and you know in in aa more people are like you have to do this or else you're going to drink and you're going to die and al anon doesn't have that quite same urgency so you have to make sure you you keep it moving, otherwise you'll just stay. And oh, I guess I'm supposed to be working the steps, you know. Yeah. So, you know my my sponsor was like you 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 got through them all, and a lot of people give up before the, they get that reward. When you is which is when you get into the amends of like, okay, now I have to own up to what I've done wrong and to go to people, my coworkers, people close to me, and and own up and. And not mention anything that I was, you know, a resentment just to to talk about my own character defects. I was manipulative, what, whatever it is, because that's not going to hurt anybody. You know, that's an amends that isn't going to do harm to to them or others is when if you're coming clean with your own character defects, whatever those are. And then that's when you've start to feel so much lighter and that's in the ninth step do you do you clean up your side of the
0: street too or just just express your peace of what uh went down yeah
2: i it, it takes various forms i mean for me it also took stuff from ancient history of of um owning up of like stuff i had done as a kid um whatever did you go make
0: amends to people oh yeah wow
2: Got to do it. I was a wild child. And there were certain things where I it was um, – we figured, okay, that would possibly do harm to them or others. So you're mm-hmm. going to need to do something more anonymous mm-hmm. where um, – Just do know. something good for them or something.
0: Yeah. Some, some service. Yeah. You've all heard me talk about Blinkist. Oh, my God. It's so great. They distill down for you to read or for you to listen – the really important highlights of nonfiction books. It's incredible. Nonfiction books have always been my source of information, and now I can get through them, and the ones I never get to seem to read or listen to, I don't get to them because they're too long or I don't have time. Well, now with Blinkist, you can get to it. Things like The 4-Hour Workweek or Becoming by Michelle Obama, they get down to it. Fire and Fury, The Inside the Trump White House by Michael Wolff. Right now, for a limited time, we have a special offer for our audience. So with Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to their massive library of condensed nonfiction books. All the books you want and all at one low price. And right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has our special offer for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com Drew. Try it for free for seven days. Again, that's an incredible offer. And then save 25% off your new subscription. That is Blinkist, B L I N K I S T, blinkist.com slash D R E W to start your free seven day trial. Pay attention, it's Drew, not Dr. Drew. And in addition to the free seven day trial, you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at blinkist.com slash Drew. If you like my show, you're going to love Brad Behavior with Brad Gorski. New podcast from the Lady Gang Network and Podcast One. From the red carpet to the runway, TV personality, stylist to the stars, and author Brad Gorski gets undressed in candid interviews with other celebs and friends. Each week, they contemplate and celebrate fashion, pop culture, and life's random surprises. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss Brad Behavior every week on Apple Podcast and Podcast One. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD, affects more than 16 million Americans. This is November, and it is COPD Awareness Month. People with this disease, of course, struggle to breathe, making simple everyday activities like walking or climbing stairs very difficult. Inhalers are an important tool for managing COPD. There are several types available. Each works differently. Inhalers deliver the medications in different forms, like dry powder, MDI, or slow-moving mist. Discuss all this with your doctor. Which inhaler is right for you? To find out more, visit womeningovernment.org. How any interesting stories in, in the amends process? Um,
2: there was, I think, I was an amends of yours at one point. Yes, you were, and I don't my, think I received it quite fav- right. No, my favorite thing that you said at the end I receive your amends with delight. Oh, good. Okay, good. So that was because that's sorry. how it should be.
0: <laughs> so, but, I remember because I have to resist being codependent when I'm getting an amends. Right. right, and making everything okay. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I didn't experience it that way. No, you yeah, so. you were right, good. middle of the road. Okay, run. good.
2: Um, but yeah, there was a situation where I had – something really bothered me that I had done um, to a friend from my teenage years. And I called that person up and they did not have memory of it. But um, they said, you know what, I'm really into helping animals. So if you feel like you need to do something – donate to an animal charity. And I was like, great suggestion. Done Thank you. Done and done. Yeah. yeah. I could, that seems very nice and specific. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody left feeling better. So that's yeah. ideal.
0: Did, did Was there – in the sense of – is it him or her? It was uh, a him. A him not remembering it? Was there any negative affect involved? Uh, oh, yeah. It was, okay. you know,
2: drunken shenanigans and mm. stuff. So.
0: And then the al on amends are they different? That was that sounds like an addiction amends. Um, well, I had a guy who was a double winner, so it was. But but I'm imagining because people get confused by Alan anon amends because again they're having trouble understanding that, that I was just trying to help. Blah, 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 blah.
2: Yeah, you know they they don't really see it, oftentimes. Yeah, it's it's more of a murky thing because <laughs> usually people. And when it's a strictly an Allen on thing, somebody had good intentions, right? And also, so cold. yeah. And also, you have to um, remember that the word amend means to change your behavior. So it's also about changing that behavior going forward, whether it's with that person or just how you live. So um, knowing that you're you're making a change, not just a restitution. You know what I mean? There's a difference between amending a behavior and oh, yeah. making a restitution. Oh yeah. So it's and, and different it, than apology. Yeah. These are, are all three different apology. things and people get very
0: confused about that stuff.
2: Yeah. If you do a, a payoff and keep going to do the same thing, you're missing right. the whole point.
0: That's right. Interesting. Well, isn't that really what the tenth step is for? To sort of the maintenance. finish it and yeah. maintain it and yeah. you know, and and then trying to pray for the defects to be taken away.
2: Yeah, well, I would say Three and 11, I love that. Three and 11 are the um, real, you know, the spiritual, um, just connecting to something. And that really trips a lot of people up. And I kind of grew up as as this like uh, condescending uh, atheist kind of person. So it took me a minute to, but then, you know, my sponsor just said, it makes your recovery um, a lot harder if you're going to fixate on. Concept. What, you, what you don't believe in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, so you're just you, making it hard on yourself, but it, so just kind of go with it. It, it like, is tough right. for people. I'm doing something nice for myself to have this prayer and meditation in, in my life, even if I don't really know what I'm praying to or whatever. It's right, more even of an act a, of humility, yeah. um, which is so – Well, help
0: with that because I, I have trouble getting people over that hump. Especially the millennials these days. They want nothing to do with it. And it's like, no, no, it's not about you – know, some people it's God. Other people it's nothing like that. It's something totally different. It's whatever you need it to be. Well, to then me – Then they get – they don't understand. I don't have to
2: – here's how I got around it. I said I know that love is a force in the world that makes people do selfless things. You can see that it exists of whether it's from heroic acts or look at – Mother Teresa, or, you know, Gandhi's or nonviolent, mom, like mom, love exists. Moms every day, you know, yeah, mothers. Absolutely. School teachers, thankless yeah, yeah, yeah. jobs, whatever. There's, there's, I know that love exists. And then, so if you, you know, love, God is love and love is God, you can just kind of interchange those words. And um, so, whether uh, than say, I'm going to pray for somebody, I might say, I'm going to send them kind regards. You know what I mean? So it's, you, you can find your own way to make, more comfortable with that, but there is a, a spiritual component that you have to grapple with, and it does turn some people off but um it's i think, it's quite
0: I, think I think they i think they get they find exception when they're in the room and there's a lot of language that's un you know uncomfortable for people yeah. and you know there's a rep- repetition of things that use language that people are no, I don't know it's not my thing, so it's easy to find a way out yeah. <laughs> that way
2: yeah and we're we're looking for reasons to get out of there and get back into our pain cave you know what i mean that's the that's the hard part you have to get out and get through the the discomfort and
0: with alan on too though you don't really the average person would not really understand where they're going you know what i mean right because it, it, they they don't they know there's some pain they know they're doing this behavior they don't it's almost like taking somebody who's never walked and go no no I need you to walk now. Well, I I've, never, I've never done that. I don't know how to do that. I don't even know what you're talking about really. Yeah. So why should I Why should I learn how to walk? I've never walked before. I don't need to walk. I don't, I don't know what that is even. So it's hard to motivate people to stay into this, this unex, un,
2: unknown is what it is. Well, a lot of people think because they're going to try and get perspective on Someone else other is person. drinking, yeah. then they, they, they think it's going to be a meeting about, all right, here's how you do an intervention. Yeah. Here's, yeah, how, yeah. You here's how you corral person. Here's you fix em. Yeah. yeah. And they're always and then disappointed when it's – no, you need to work on yourself so you're not living or dying by this other person's activities. Yeah. And that's that's a big hallelujah moment when people start looking in the mirror and really realizing, oh, I've been doing the same pattern with different people throughout my life. It goes one of two ways. Either they have that little moment or they get angry <laughs>
0: it's yeah. like, what do you mean it's about me? Yeah.
2: No, there's people that kick over chairs and storm out. And <laughs> really? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Does that happen commonly? No. I, w- I would say Al-Anon is um, actually more of a very gentle kind of place. Yeah. When you're in a place where people that have had significant recovery, it's uh, – it's a very calm place where if you go into like a cocaine anonymous meeting and it's so loud, everyone's it's just so loud. All these because everybody's new, I, new, and just I guess the the type of personality that that led them there. They like stimulants, yeah. But you know, if you get around some black belt Alanons, there's just such a calmness that is very appealing. But it just takes you a while to to tune in on it and realize wow, that person is like a little Buddha over there.
0: <laughs> As a result of having been involved with this, have there been other insights that you've come upon
2: or changes other areas of your life? Um, You know, I, I used to um, early on, and I, I mentioned this in the Psychology Today um, interview that I did, which was so cool to be in the that magazine because I come from a family of psychologists. Oh, I didn't and, know that. Yeah. Um, and that early on in our marriage, I would find myself kind of nitpicking. And um, and then I realized that I need to go, just go and work my own program and have my own set of goals, like I mentioned earlier. And so so I'm not so focused on what, my perceptions of what she's doing wrong and now we have a wonderful marriage because we each kind of go get our own support mm-hmm. you know separately and that's a that's a much better way to live yeah you know, it. it
0: unravels the enmeshment yeah so so again this idea to me that people miss is having someone in your corner yeah. Or having a corner. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and I feel like I'm doing push
2: I have three daughters now growing up in LA. God. Who knows what I'm going to have to oh my God. How be ready for? They're eight, 10, and five. So Ugh. everything's cool, but I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit of like, you know, puberty hormones kind Ugh. of attitude. I'm oh my like, yeah. oh, it's just not that much longer until this. Like. <laughs> uh, what are you doing with screens with them? Yeah. Well, we have a, um, we we let that be a reward for once they've done p- piano practice and homework and chores, and we have this app called Our Pack that out- allows me to turn off their screens remotely. Oh, which is nice. awesome.
0: Our, our Pack Our Pack Our Packed. Nice. Yes. Yeah, the screens. I I really believe one day we may look at screens the way we look at like tobacco. Really? Like, how do we leave? Yeah, we leave kids alone with that. How do we do that? Yeah, it, it's it's concerning. Be, be I, I, we don't even know the full impact yet.
2: I mean, you know, for. When three eleven started, there was no online anything. Yeah, so I mean, just maybe at university. So, um, but I we probably would have tried to go viral through a YouTube video or whatever at that time. So I can't blame them for wanting to. Oh, you would have been way into it. Are you oh, kidding yeah. me? He oh, <laughs> was <laughs> deep in. So I try not to yeah. be too black and white. No, we'll see right, it. and
0: and that's I. I I don't think well my kids have screened them. My kids are all adults now, but but I, I don't think I could have prevented. I, I have friends that are psychologists and are way into the digital health and they will just give their kids like, you know, thirty minutes, sixty minutes, that's it. I don't think I could do that. I, I would feel too Disconnect-y. Like well, I'd like to be, I'd be disconnecting them from their peer development. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, living in Topanga, there's quite a wide variety. Some people are very chill about it. And then there's other people who are like totally Waldorf and rye and like no electronics whatsoever. Wow. But, um, I would say we're pretty middle of the road about it. I mean I'm – Well, you can shut the in, screens in, off if you want to. Exactly. So. And I do. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: tell me about Cameo and Nick Hexum. <laughs>
0: What's going on, Cameo?
2: You know, I well, I watched your Cameo um, inter, introductory thing and you, and you said it's all about connecting. I'm, I'm all about connecting. So yeah. this seems like a great way to do it. Yeah. And I just – it's to me, it's turned into – well, first for people that don't know what it is, you can get like a personalized shout-out, which is going to be a little one or two-minute long video. Um, usually it's a birthday or, you know, hey, this – Friend of mine is a huge fan. Would yeah. you like sing a couple lines from yeah. your favorite song? But then it's also turned into, um, you know, people saying, um, "My best friend just lost their parent or their loved one," and then I would just share my experience. Um, I, my- I find myself sometimes doing some pretty heavy
0: championing. Yeah, like you know, you got this. This. this, this. I'm
2: sure you're doing the following things, and if you're yeah. not, make sure you do it. And people seem to get a lot out of it, and I know it makes me feel great. And um, my my wife has gone through a hard year of um, losing both of her folks, mm. one after the other, to to cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so just talking about my experience of of helping – her through that and and how it's you know we've I mean, got if, to come together
0: if you if you think that social media is a form of connection which it is not this is actual connection this is you you know learning a little something about a person and then giving something back I mean yeah. actually giving them something
2: yeah it's it's one to one and yeah. I actually always set you can set it so the videos are public to go in your feed or private I always set it to private because I really do. just want to talk to that one person mm-hmm. um but you know it's it has been a, a tough year around the hexam household because of that but we because of your wife's parents because of, yeah so we we really your, do your daughters
0: feel that one those two they're close with them
2: yeah and they're they're getting their own help to because some of them really feel it and and have uh, kind of grieve properly and other people just act like it doesn't care so, uh, act like they don't care so and i'm more of the latter naturally so i'm trying to you know be as supportive as I can, and that's why I'm, you know, glad I'm an Al Anon.
0: <laughs> do you? Does it affect your parenting? Do you think the Al Anon program?
2: Definitely, yeah, definitely. That, that's, I mean, to to be in a band or to be a parent, it's it's a big, a, a big skill set that that helps.
0: Yeah, the parenting thing again. Think about how when you're how invested you are in your children, how connected you feel, and how easy it is to get unclear on what's you and what's them yeah. because you're with them from the time they're zygotes essentially you know they're 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 you you and you remember all it's a very an uncanny experience i mean yeah. you remember all that you're connected to all that but you've got something different in front of you it, it's whew.
2: yeah and just to have those um experiences with my kids where i will tell them about be really honest about something really hard that i went through even if it was like I had an older sister who was better at everything than me, faster runner, better at piano, all these different things, so when I talked to my middle daughter, hey, I was a middle kid too, and I had an older sister that was overshadowed me and these and she got so into that story, oh you know, really I
0: mean, like, tell me again, tell me more. <laughs> she wants to hear it over and over again, yeah, oh my God, that's too funny and and they're are they getting to sports, and all that kind of stuff are they
2: um they're <laughs> Very into their their little hams. They they're doing a play Theater. this weekend. Two of them, are, yeah, fantastic. And, um, my youngest daughter actually landed a um a uh, I can't say what it is yet, but it's a cool TV role. Nice. And so they're they're little showbiz kids, for better or for worse. I think they're very as grounded as you can be to be in that. But they just they love make believe and they love the attention. And there's kind of a competitive thing going on but it's it seems to be pretty healthy they get along yeah they get along it's any surprises for you in the parenting experience i mean oh i wonder whatever i ever did with all the free time before <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's just really it's
2: non and um but i love it it's just the most rewarding thing i don't right isn't I, it weird to think like how would you make meaning of life as you age,
0: yeah. which is what we're doing, yeah. without that, without leaving that legacy. Yeah. I mean and it's not even a legacy in the sense that that's me. It's a legacy in the sense that that's the world. <laughs> it's like the world needs to keep going and growing and
2: yeah. that's how. It's basically raining babies in, in 311 land. Once I had my daughter, then since then there's been like nine more 311 Oh, my God. Land. That's crazy. So it's like when we have a big event show where the families come in, there's like – huge one dressing room is nothing but a big romper room oh that's fantastic do
0: they all know each other and go along oh, yeah. other? oh my god that's fantastic yeah. and does that affect the ability to tour now
2: yeah they just would come like they come on the a lot of the kids come on the cruise because that's just perfect for
0: is that coming up
2: uh, that, we do that every other year. So this coming March 11th, 311, will be a 311 day, which is in Vegas, and we're doing three nights for the first time at, uh, the Park Theater in, in Las Vegas on March 10th, 11th, and 12th. That's that new, it's gorgeous yeah
0: it used to be the monte carlo hotel right it's, and that's the it's park mgm
2: the dopest theater in vegas well like every please every let me wall. know when that's coming
0: i want to go go i want to go this year it's yeah. 311 so you can't
2: yeah. you can't forget march 11 yeah yeah we'd love to have you um but like everywhere you look is a 4k screen so you can have this completely immersive audiovisual experience then allows we on 311 day we get to be like you know a a super band of like n- no expenses spared to, so that's a lot of fun. But um and yeah and then the following year we'll do another cruise. We've done six cruises, um to various destinations, always in the Caribbean. So I'm not sure if I can do that. again. I just did the Corolla cruise and that was that's about. I'm sort of
0: Caribbean cruised out. Was I, it all men or no? No, there was tons of people. It was actually a, a delightful group of people, really delightful. You have to do that one every year more than every year we've done one pretty much every 12 to 13 months oh. i think next year there's between the one you went on and the next one there's like a 14 or 15 month break which might be the longest and oh i they and where is that one going i think i heard new orleans just on.
2: is it sixth man the no so no it's, it's a, a it's
0: a gentleman named parker who's just he's kind of a small group organizer and he got the right email contact and he's just he's been an all-star and the Corolla cruz is like I'm sure a lot of this is your cruise too, but it's uh it's at least fifty or sixty percent
2: rebookings every year.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I I did say I'd go again, so I'll we'll li- try to live by that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so, but I'm cruised out for the moment anyway. Right. Um, but I'm I'm having a really interesting experience right now talking to you, which is I feel like normally when I talk to somebody I've known as long as you, you I feel like oh the passage of time. I feel like I'm right back where we started in a weird. Yeah. If that's a if that makes even sense. Like, we like, look I, about the same. No, no you do too. <laughs> it, 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 but it, it feels like not that not that no time passed, but that I'm um, youthfully engaged with you. You know, like like what we had at the beginning is still here. Yeah, and uh, time and all the kids and all this stuff hasn't changed.
2: Yeah, you've seen me go through some stuff.
0: But. Yeah, but it's all good. It's all – and you were fine before too. It's just better now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so uh, congratulations on all this. And, and okay. I'm hoping that – I'm hoping people listen to the Alana story. I'm really glad we dove into that because it is something that I'm championing all the time. And, I, and when I tell people to do it, I'm, I'm not saying, hey, you need to exercise a little more and get some fat out of your diet. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you must go it's an order, yeah and not only are you contributing to the demise of the person you claim to want to help, if you don't go, you're contributing to your own
2: i don't want to, i don't want to use too strong a word but but your own misery yeah uh and, and there there's always a misery back guarantee if you don't like it, you can always go back to your own pain You case. go back to <laughs> your misery
0: it's all good it's all good and and that's sort of what's happened to me, i think in recent years i've become less um of a never a th- book thumper but more or less of a intolerant of people that weren't ready yeah I, I get there's such a thing there's a lot of it but uh, but I would wish to ask the people when when we say you know and they go what can I'll do anything for my family member what can I do I said first go to this thing called Al-Anon and get a sponsor and that's not a a loose suggestion. <laughs> yeah. That is that's – that's exactly what you must do and you must do it now and you must keep
2: going. And, it, and it's it's a program of action. Some people will kind of feel they're too smart for it. Um, you yeah, know, it's, my, slow. My, it's my, slow. My mom is a PhD in psychology and she just couldn't get into it because she was like, I'm the president of the AAMFT in Nebraska. Like I, I, she I, I know too much. Much. Yeah. She knows too much. And I'm like, oh,
0: OK. Well, then did she do therapy? Um, because I did years and years of therapy, and it was—it's important to sit and be with another human. Not
2: much, not
0: much, because a lot of it is not about thinking and talking. It's about being, yeah, being with another person and being feeling felt, as I said earlier. And that's—I don't care how much you know, that experience is what's important.
2: Well, just it's—it's it's hard for people to ask for help when yeah. when they're not when they're not desperate. And for me, I had a huge Aversion to asking for help in any way. And then once I did, the floodgates of asking for help broke. And now I will ask for help on anything, whether it's working with a personal trainer, taking guitar lessons, listening to my financial Mm -hmm. manager telling me, now I check with, hey, is this a good idea? Where I used to never. Wow, interesting. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's good. So, all right, my friend, we've got to wrap this up. It's great to see you. Uh, Cameo slash Nick Hexham uh the comic book, the C B D line, holiday beer <laughs> coming coming around. Uh at Nick Hexum, H G X U M on Twitter. Uh St. Louis in the twelfth, Minneapolis the fourteenth, Chicago the fifteenth of December, all at 311.com and then Vegas on March eleventh. We'll all see you there. Great seeing you. All right, to see you too. Bye. See you next time.